You are listening to The Dish on Health IT, brought to you by Point of Care Partners, a leading health IT consultancy. Each episode will feature a rotating panel of senior consultants and guests who will talk about trends and innovations in health IT, while also highlighting how organizations can leverage these advances to solve their business problems. This episode's guest is Gabriella Pellin, Chief Innovation Officer with Avenir Health. Gabriella speaks with the Dish on Health IT's hosts, Ken Kleinberg and Jocelyn Keegan, about the network Avenir is establishing, how they're using blockchain, and their vision for the industry. We hope you find today's episode informative and helpful. If you have topic ideas you'd like us to cover in future episodes, be sure to share them with us by emailing us at podcast at POCP.com or tweeting at POCPHIT. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dish on Health IT, where we invite health IT leaders and trailblazers to break down and discuss some of health IT's biggest news and most exciting milestones. We at Point of Care Partners are health IT consultants. We work with stakeholders across the healthcare ecosystem, and we're viewed as an independent, trusted party, the Switzerland of consulting. I'm Ken Kleinberg, practice lead of innovative technologies here at Point of Care Partners, and your host. My colleague and co-host, Jocelyn Keegan, and I are excited to welcome our special guest, Gabriella Pellin, Chief Innovation Officer with Avenir Health. We'll be discussing how Avenir Health is approaching establishing a trusted network to streamline healthcare processes, the technology they're using that significantly includes blockchain, and the vision they have for the industry. I first met with Avenir a couple of HIMSS conferences ago, and I've been excited about the work they're pioneering ever since. Uh, but before we jump into our discussion, I'd like to have Jocelyn briefly introduce herself and what excites her about today's podcast. Jocelyn? Awesome. Jocelyn Keegan, I'm a point of care partner's payer practice lead for payers. And I would say I'm a devoted change agent and I'm focused on getting stuff built and done for real. Um, my focus at Point of Care Partners is on interoperability, prior authorizations, and really the convergence of where tech standards and product strategy happens. I'm also, in addition to that, the program manager for what started is this conceptual idea of copying the great work coming out of Argonaut in the fire community with payers and providers to work on value-based care and clinical data interoperability um, that's turned into DaVinci. Uh, which we think is probably one of the most expansive fire accelerators to date. You know, with my work and focus on payer provider collaboration, I'm excited to hear from Gabriella and the work that Avenir is doing, especially with the introduction of technologies like blockchain into the space and looking forward to today's conversation. Thanks, Josh. Now let's greet our guest, Gabriella Pellin, Chief Innovation Officer at Avenir Health. Please tell us about yourself and how you came to your work in innovating healthcare and to Avenir. Hello, everyone, and Ken and Jocelyn, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be part of your podcast. And um, I had a career that was constantly in the middle of some kind of transformation or innovation or something along these lines. And luckily, over the past three and a half years, I stumbled over blockchain technology when I was at Watson Health leading the portfolio management function for the GM um, at the time um, of Watson Health, Deborah DeSanzo. And blockchain is a fascinating technology that makes people work together. And my drive for innovation was immediately kind of stroked in the right way. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) I have to understand this. And it helped that we had many people at the table from very influential payers and providers who are 
so interested and were so interested at the time and they wanted us to progress. And I, I worked with them to build what was host utility network. And then nowadays, um, Avenir House. Thanks, Gabby. You have an awesome background. So thanks for sharing. So let's dig into what Avenir is trying to accomplish. If you could start by giving us a high-level overview of Avenir Help, your co-founders, participants, targeted use cases, the network you're establishing. And I think most people will be wondering if you're like a clearinghouse or other entity already out there. That's a very good question, uh, Ken, and thanks for the opportunity to explain Avenir, which I must say it's not easy to do, but I will, I will try. We talked for a long time with our founding members as to why are we here? Like, why do we need blockchain? And why are we trying to change the industry? And every time we talked about it and thought about it, it was the person and their family that we wanted to help. We felt like in being in the U.S. and touching healthcare in one way or another, that our families also went through different experiences and some of them were not as good. And we all felt that we deserve better as people. And what we needed to do together, the reason payers and providers who, as you know, don't necessarily have the same interests, the healthcare market is notorious for discrepancy in interests between the different players in the market. And they don't necessarily sit and talk together about like broad problems. And we thought that was our that was something that was different about us, that payers and providers got together to say, no, we have to fix this. We have to hit, fix this for the person and their family. We're thinking about how do you reimagine the industry and all of the steps in the back office administration and care delivery so that we can accelerate health care. And that's how we came up with this idea of connect once and consume many solutions, many use cases, and connect direct. So payers and providers, pharma, anybody, even clearing houses, we'd like them to be part of this all-inclusive network so that everybody can connect directly and we can make a difference for people. Could you say a bit more about uh, who some of your impressive founders and members are and some of the use cases you're tackling first? Yes, so we we have um, uh, three payers, uh, Anthem, Aetna CVS, and HCSC um, that are visionaries in terms of how the market could evolve and how they could make a difference for their members. We also have Cleveland Clinic that is known for its um, innovation in the industry. We have Sintara Health that also has a similar reputation so you would say those are the early adopters on the payer and provider side that um, one would expect to see as um, working on, on something um, new to see how the industry can be helped. And we also have a bank and a technology company, which is PNC Bank and um, IBM, that are part of the consortium. And they, they create a different point of view and an important balance uh, throughout uh, the journey. So it's, it's good to have a diversified group since we want to be all-inclusive. Awesome. And those use cases that you're aiming for? And the use cases, we, so if we, if we imagine the person and what they need, to consume the healthcare industry, then it's all these different parties that need to be connected. If we're talking about administration where we think that blockchain can make a real difference because when you administer someone's file or you need to decide on their coverage or something like that, then 
you need all the parties that are responsible for this to have the same copy of the same thing. And reconciliation, it's taking so many cycles in our industry today, and it's making everything extremely expensive. So we're saying forget reconciliation. This is not going to be needed because all of this is going to be the same copy for all of the involved involved parties. I don't want to say on the ledger because, as you know, PHI and uh, PII cannot go on the ledger. So it's uh, it's our architecture is more databases that are connected to the ledger. So you can track like who did what and when and that make sure that everybody has the same copy of the same thing. So with, having said that, uh, we're starting with coverage because that's the first thing the person needs in terms of administration. Uh, you could argue that maybe appointment scheduling is the first thing uh, people need, but that seems to be working today. Like we don't really hear a lot of complaints about like somebody not being able to schedule an appointment. It, it's more like provide a directory. Maybe there are complaints around that, but Synaptic Alliance already is working on it. So, uh, and they are on blockchain. So what we thought we would make a difference with you walk into the doctor's office, you need to know your eligibility. So, and you uh, also, once the diagnosis is uh, available, you need to know the benefits level, you need, to, you need all these things. So do we really need multiple use cases? Not really, because if everybody's on the same page and the communication is, is direct, then you can cut steps between what is your eligibility, what are your benefits, and here is the payment. Here is the payment from the insurance company, and here is what you have to co-pay. So all of those steps can go away. Even COB can be integrated inside of the eligibility and the provider can be told directly, here, you build this one for primary, this one for secondary. So if this vision matures and it, it, that's what we're working on and it's a, a really hard thing to do and our founding members like HCSC and Anthem are together working on this COB solution and how we integrate that into the coverage solution that Avanir is working on. So it's, it's kind of like all these people trying to help make this journey of the person and their family different and make make people feel that the experience has changed and, and one can consume healthcare better. All right. We're going to dive into the technologies in a moment, but I want to get Jocelyn in on this discussion of the use cases. Jocelyn, what's your reaction? I think it's great. And I, I'm really excited about sort of the application, I think, of blockchain. It, it's sort of its purest form. You know, we talked about the, this in our prep session, this idea of getting that contract level data that today often the claims database is the only place that you can get a source of truth. And there's a lot of disconnect and sort of being able to get transparency to the patient, to the provider about what a patient's specific benefits are at a, at a point in time. I'm curious to know, you know, we think about this and you think about how we're getting this information out into the market. Can you talk a little bit more about like, what does that look like for real, right? For these payers and these providers, what is, what do these initial projects really look like and sort of what kind of progress have you guys made to date to let people know sort of the realness of the, uh, the, the work that you guys are doing? So what it looks like right now is we, because Jocelyn, it's it's very new. So you know, from your Da Vinci experience, how long did it take you to do the first connect the thought, right? <laughs> so we, I hope it's going to be faster for us. So we've um, deployed our technology stack to a few of our founding members who want to finish that. First, we want to finish with our founding members having yep. the technology stack and um, a few applications running this year. And we want to open it up uh, to the market 
after that to say, hey, this is how we do it. Because like if you've never done it and we haven't deployed it to anybody, like yeah. how do you even explain to somebody in the market what it means to be on Avenir? So we've got we've got to do it. And are and, you constraining sort of what what you're tackling though from a work perspective? Like you're not trying to do all benefits. Are you starting with like a subset of information and a subset of locations or sort we're of starting like with with step one, what is your coverage? Mm-hmm. And then like benefits will come in later, yeah. like this particular um, encounter for this particular diagnosis, like what, what exactly are your benefits that, that will come in later. What's beautiful about this is that it's, it's like building blocks. So you, you build first identity, which is um, one has to do that. Like the caring Alliance at Weddy had a good explanation of how much work was done around identity we are still not successful as an industry with that. Uh, so Avenir has to enable it because you can't do anything without like matching and knowing like who who are you talking about? So you're talking about somebody in the network, but who is that? And is that the same person that, um, you know, this other network participant has? So we've got to enable it and we, we're we doing that. So this is for this year. We also... Um, uh, enabling the services of trying to find out where is the data in the network and who has what. So if you wanted to learn about coverage, oh, this person is in those pairs. So you've got to go get permission and access the information uh, for that person. So, th- so that kind of thing, like first to, to situate yourself. So if you have a network, um, let, we, let's talk about the person. So identity matching and discovery of data, like where is the data and workflow authorization, which is like, are you allowed? Do you have a HIPAA compliant reason? And are you allowed to get access to this data, all the legal agreements in place? So that's going to happen um, this year, improving it with our founding members. They will deploy some of their solutions as well. And then we'll be ready to help anybody who would like to deploy an Avenir. And we'll be ready to explain what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We can get more into the transition uh, to this new world uh, here near the end, but I I would like you to say a bit more about the technology stack that you're using. We've talked about blockchain, obviously fire is a key technology here in the cloud. How are you using these technologies? Yes. So um, the industry has been moving towards the cloud at a steady pace. Um, I would say over the last few years, it wasn't very popular even two years ago. Not many payers and providers wanted to do it. Now there is more and more interest. So we, our architecture is uh, cloud-based and we want to be multi-cloud, of course, because that's if we're trying to handle the back office operations and help everybody with that, we would need to be uh, open to different clouds. And um, so that is like our basic layer. And um, then we also have to deploy network management capabilities because this is going to be a large network with uh, with time. So you need to route traffic and know like what to allow and what to disallow based on um, the HIPAA compliance rules and uh, based on roles that uh, network participants will assign to the employees that have access to certain capabilities on the Avenir network. So, so that's a big deal. Uh, for us to work on. And uh, also we need to have the blockchain like as a service because many of our founding members and also outside parties like innovators in the market, they want to build 
on blockchain and some of the transactions that are happening today in the administrative part of healthcare, they are better off as smart contracts because it would mean that everybody agrees to the same process. One of the examples would be COB. Does it really make sense for one payer to implement the rules in one way, another pay in another way? Because this is how the market is running today. So it's difficult. And that's why CAQH has this monumental task on trying to reconcile between everybody. So the question is, well, can they just agree on a common process and have one smart contract that is like visible to everybody automating those rules for them? And then if it, if, it, if it automates and everybody can see the code and it's transparent, then it's a joint process, which is very new for this market. Like if you think about joint processes, it's really not many examples. And Jocelyn knows how hard it is because I would say Da Vinci is one example of people are trying to get to a joint process. That's a big, big lift. Um, so we are learning from that and um, we are building with that in, in mind. And we're hoping that one day DaVinci could run on our platform as a joint process. Yeah, Joss, maybe you'd like to follow up with Gabby on that point and what their use of FHIR or HL7 implementation guides and so forth might be. Right. And I, I think that the work that you're doing here is really novel. And I think it's where a lot of other industries have headed with this idea that there's a source of truth and a one way to do things. And that has perpetually been a challenge, right, to get alignment on for healthcare. I do see that we've made progress in people deciding to drive and to use standards and standard technologies and a standard tech stack approach. I do continue to see challenges with what people perceive as sort of their special thoughts and what they want to be able to protect around their contract data or their contract structure. So where we've seen progress, both in the work that we've done at NCPDP and within DaVinci, is standardizing the step and the processes and allowing people to differentiate and do their added value sort of in how they leverage those steps and those processes and their delivery and their ability to be able to innovate and provide higher levels of service with their partners. But, you know, just like Abby saying, you know, we're in early days here. And I think that in all of this work that we're doing, I think that there's a step of sort of the party of the willing, this convening group that you've got now, sort of with your existing partners, and then how do you bring in a larger community? So I'm curious to know, when you think about sort of the work that you're doing and beyond sort of wave one, you know, do you think that this structure that we've seen work really well with the accelerators of the sort of party of the willing? I know POCP has exp- experience with the big automotive folks doing e-prescribing pilots, you know, sort of in a convening multi-stakeholder way. Do you see that this this ability to be able to sort of convene folks around the problem to get them to sort of leave their logos and their baggage at the door um, around what they want to do for their own particular orgs and do industry first work as you get beyond the first class? You know, how do you see sort of that convening happening to really get people to make the commitment to move and to pilot, you know, this work that you're doing um, with blockchain and with just the overall, you know, infrastructure that you're creating with Avenir? I think this is very, very important work because we we can progress like as a nation. Healthcare is essential <laughs> to the nation, right? Like, just as education. And we can we can progress without this work. Like we can't have in administration five times more spend than Canada and Western Europe. It just doesn't make any sense. So Da Vinci was a pioneer that went away and said, listen, this has to be a joint process. 
and you've, you've got to like coordinate it as a joint process. If, if we had more things like Da Vinci or we're able to build on that, I think Avenir is complementary to it because we're going to provide the rails and the joint process could come from initiatives like FAST and Da Vinci. I totally think this is going to converge in the future and this is the model like to have those joint groups where people decide on, on common processes and um, to kind of weave in fire a little bit, Ken, because I know you wanted uh, you wanted an answer on that. So Avenir is, is fire first and fire is important for these groups because they're trying to get on a new technology, right? And fire is about the message, the structure of the message, how you, to, how you communicate uh, with each other. And it has like fire resources and things. And then, those groups have to agree, like, do we agree on this fire resource? And then it gets published and then everybody has to use it. And this type of standardization is going to move our industry forward and it's going to make us stronger because we will be able to take all the waste away from administration and put it into outcomes. And Jocelyn, heads off to you guys that you started it and we will help and we'll continue and add whatever you guys need. Thanks for those insights. So to, just to, to go back to the idea of uh, the network that you're building, uh, you know, I think about these you know, dozens of health information exchanges that are out there. We've got national trust frameworks and services. I'm thinking of care quality, the health exchange, Commonwealth, and even now, TEFCA, the trusted exchange framework and common agreement is uh, moving forward, although slowly. How do you fit into uh all these other initiatives uh, that are already out there and being developed. So we, we're really appreciative that the industry has made progress with those initiatives. We see them like if you're talking about like a technical difference, they're more like a point-to-point connection. So they would um, just produce one transaction between like whichever parties uh, want the transaction to happen. But Avenir is trying to solve for this problem of payers and providers constantly having to review every single solution that they want to implement on their system. So what we are saying is connect once, consume many. So the security review essentially happens only once. You connect once to Avenir and then you can do whatever transactions and solutions and use cases you subscribe to. I think that we could have a partnership with those organizations and they could be part of our all-inclusive network. We haven't yet approached anybody because we've been like so focused on trying to prove it that it works with, with our founding members. But we're looking forward to working with them and seeing like what can we do to collaborate and accelerate each other. I'm just curious, are you thinking about becoming a QHIN under that, that TEFCA model? We met with ONC. And we told them that um, as part of the QTF document, what is required is to have um, the HIE exchange model enabled. And that is all current technology in the market. And it's like, how many years old, Jocelyn? You would know that. Right. 20 years old. Right. So essentially, the security posture of that is like so outdated and it's not scalable and it's just a nightmare. So we told on see we cannot go and invest and rebuild that it's like that's wrong they have to have an opportunity for innovators to do it from scratch and differently not those methodologies from like 20 years ago yeah well even the fire roadmap is a three-year roadmap for tevka so it's a little little disappointing jocelyn further questions there so i think that you know i'm always sort of pragmatic and when we have folks um come and join us for the podcast is 
if somebody was listening today and they wanted to get involved and they wanted to track what you were doing or figure out how should they get started, sort of what would be the practical advice that you would give somebody um, about how to track or to understand what steps they should be taking in their own organization to take this leap forward into leveraging a technology like blockchain and like the services that you'll be offering through Avenir? So that that is a great question. And um, we have a business development function. So I guess the first step would be to talk to them and knowing and managing the expectations that this year we're heads down trying to prove it with the network that we already already have. But we will absolutely talk to anybody and explain Avenir and um, try to agree on some sort of a schedule, like when we can work together and try to share the information that we have available right now and the knowledge we got with them. Well, I'm really excited to hear what's going to happen towards the end of the year. And Ken, I'm going to hand it back to you to wrap up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, thinking about this transition, uh, Gabby, when we were prepping uh, with you. One of the analogies that popped up was uh, you're not necessarily trying to rebuild a house, but you are looking to replace old and efficient plumbing. Is is that the best analogy? Uh, are there some others that you've been uh, thinking about? Yes, I would. That's a perfect analogy for us. And if we are successful to replace this plumbing, everybody wins. Everybody who is a play in the market right now can can use it and they can win. So I, I think from that we can find collaboration and partnership solutions with, with many of the players that are in the market today. So thank you for that analogy, Ken. It, it really helped. Okay. All right. Well, as we close out, uh, we like to ask our guests if they have uh, any asks for the industry or any final message uh, that they want to send out. So, uh, Gabby, what would that be? Um, that would be uh, keep an open mind on blockchain. I know not everybody is <laughs> there yet. And when we were at Fortune Brainstorm a few weeks back, the moderator actually asked us to explain what blockchain was um, so that the audience um, didn't guess. Uh, and it's um, it's a technology that is um, going to help us. It doesn't belong in every single use case. But if I could ask the industry to keep an open mind, I would I would really like that. I would like people to collaborate with us and help us on this journey. Okay, great. I want to thank my POCP co-host and interop expert, Jocelyn Keegan, and uh, thank our knowledgeable guest, uh, Gabriella Pellin of Avenir Health for joining us today. And thanks to our audience for listening to The Dish on Health IT here in 2022. A friendly remind that to new listeners, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, whatever platform you use to pick up your podcast, including Healthcare Now Radio and the podcast channel. Uh, we also post longer version videos of these podcasts on the POCP YouTube channel, which is also on our website. And remember, especially as we move into summer, Health IT is a dish best served hot. Thanks. Is it a challenge to stay on top of interoperability regulations and the flurry of activity with fire accelerators? Email us at interopoutlook at pocp.com to learn more about our new interoperability outlook subscription monitoring service.